Welcome listeners, this is Nursing with Happiness. My name is Happiness. This podcast is for all registered nurses, nursing students, pre-nursing majors, and anyone interested in a nursing career. This is a safe space for us to share our experiences, challenges, and rewards in the nursing field. Hello guys, in this episode, I'm basically going to talk about my transition from being an ICU nurse to a behavioral health or psych nurse. So basically, I started in an ICU about um, a year ago, but not as a nurse, but as a nurse extern. And basically, to give a whole story, because this is a whole story about this transition, this wasn't just a random, oh, I just want to be a psych nurse, or I want to make this transition. Um, This was definitely, I feel like it was in the cards for me. Um, So I'm going to start from before my externship and basically uh, me being a student in nursing school. So when I first started nursing school, I didn't really have a clue what specialty I wanted to do. I think when I first started, like my first semester, at the time I was kind of thinking, pediatric sounds nice. But I kind of let go of that idea because I didn't want to go into each class with a like kind of, oh, I want to do this specialty and this specialty only and I don't want to do anything else. I want to do well in my classes. So by doing that, I want to be open to 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 the classes and the specialties that we're learning. So I didn't really have I had an open mind. I was pretty open minded about what I want to do. And I was trusting the process. I'll figure it out by the time I graduate. So first semester in nursing school, I didn't really have any expectations or any specialty I was willing to do at the time. Um, By the time I started clinicals, I was kind of just more into med search because I felt like I didn't really have anything else I wanted to really do. And I was like, you know what, I'll just start off with med search. Because at that time, I mean, that's all the clinicals you really had was, you know, on med surge units. So I was kind of used to the, you know, motion of doing your assessments and, you know, passing out your meds, you doing the charting, you know, maybe do an IV there, here or two, doing admission, stuff like that. That was what I was used to seeing. So I was like, well, you know, I can start off in this. So fast forward to my third semester of nursing school. That is when I um, took med surge and psych and I love my psych class. And before my psych class, I realized that I always loved psychology. Like, I remember my first introduction to psychology was in high school when I took AP psychology, and I love that class. I absolutely love the mix between science and social studies. And since then, I always loved that class. And when I got to college, I absolutely enjoyed my abnormal I took an abnormal psychology class and I took it over summer and I love that class so much that I actually wish I took it during a semester so I can learn more and be into it um, and I just was interested in mental health and how mental health has been um, kind of like a reoccurring motif in my life um, through people and or me myself mental health was really kind of like underlying interest I had without knowing how much it would affect my decisions later on. So it wasn't until my psych class that really brought up that love I have for psychology again, because I knew I loved the subject, but 
I hadn't thought about psych nursing or I didn't really know much about psych nursing. I mean, nursing to me then was, you know, basically like med surgery. You go in, you take a sick person, you put an IV in them, you start some meds and that was nursing to me. So when I was introduced to my psych class and psych nursing, I was like, this is for me. I knew instantly, I mean, this is for me. This is what I want to do. This is it. And um, just taking that class and my psych clinical, if anyone asks me my most favorite clinical, it was my psych clinical. I love my psych clinical so much. And I basically knew I wanted to do psych. The only conflict I had at the time was that um, psych nursing, you may not do as many medical skills. So you're not going to necessarily always start in IV and psych or, you know, do CPR. I mean, it may happen, but, you know, you're, there's not much so medical skills. So I was kind of up against the fence because people say, oh, you're not using medical skills. And I was like, oh, should I go somewhere where I can get my medical skills and then do psych later? So I was kind of here and there about starting off in psych. Um, but I still loved it and I was still willing to start off and do it. So that semester, um, that's when I was exposed to the opportunity to do an externship. And I talk about this in a um, during my nursing journey, one of those episodes. So if you want to hear that, you can go back and hear that episode. Um, but I did have an externship during school, which allowed me the opportunity to um, basically get experience in a hospital before becoming a nurse. So for this externship, when you applied, um, they allowed you to choose three floors you wanted to go to. So when I was choosing my three floors, I, my number one pick was behavioral health, um, which is psych nursing. Those names are synonymous, but in the hospital I'm at, they call it behavioral health floor. Um, I chose that. My second pick was um, intermediate care or step down, um, which is a step down from ICU. And then I chose med surgery as my last choice. Um, so by the time I interviewed for the externship and I got the job and went to orientation and we one of the requirements for the externship was that we were supposed to float to three floors. Um, so your manager will have you float through three floors. And by the end of the externship, wh- whichever floor she feels like you're a good fit, maybe the managers like you there, maybe they you want to work there, or they want you to continue to be there. You will be on that floor permanently until you graduate and start working for that floor so that was a requirement three picks right so those are my three picks behavioral health um, intermediate care and med surge so when I started my um, externship um, I didn't float through any of those floors (laughs) I did not float through any of those floors Um, I actually started off my first float was med surge so I did start off on a med surge unit and it was um, a message unit for the elderly called Acute Care for Elderly. And, you know, just to be transparent here, that was not my favorite floor, guys. Um, you know, geriatrics is a big thing. The um, geriatric community is vastly growing in population. People are living longer, but they also have more comorbidities. And that floor was just not my favorite. I came with this notion that geriatric populations were the sweetest human beings and uh, most of them are but not all of them and I feel like that minority made up that floor so I was like oh no oh no so I did three shifts I mean I did three twelves and I went to my manager and I said okay I'm ready to float to the next floor okay so I went to my manager and she said okay you're going to go to surgical ICU 
And at the time I was like, oh, okay. I didn't choose that, but okay. And at the time I didn't really know a lot about ICU. Um, The only thing I knew about ICU is that it was a popular unit everybody wants to go to because everyone want to go to CRNA school and make that good old anesthesia money. So everyone is like, oh, I want to do ICU. But me, I wasn't too hung up about ICU. I think at that time I had only about six hours of ICU experience because in one of my med search clinicals, our instructor allowed us to float to another unit and shadow. So I went to ICU for like half a half a um, clinical and it was it was okay. It wasn't much happening. You know, I couldn't really make an opinion if I liked it or not. So that was really all I had about ICU. I'm like, okay, this is a popular thing people want. And I honestly thought I wasn't smart enough for ICU because it's a lot. And I was like, eh, eh. So I went to surgical ICU and I was like, okay. So I went to the unit and I had the best shift ever. Literally Every skill you learn in nursing school, I did in one shift. I placed a Foley. I was part of a code. I was doing blood draws, IVs, everything. So imagine you're a fresh nursing student. You go float to a floor and you're doing all the things you want to do. You have one preceptor all to yourself. Okay. I was in, I was in Disneyland, but for nursing. Okay. That's, that was what it was. I was in Disneyland, but for nursing and I was so happy because I was introduced to uh, my preceptor at the time who actually ended up being my preceptor uh, for me when I was a nurse. And we are still pretty, pretty, we're still pretty close today. She was the first person I met and the floor was so welcoming. Everybody was, um, you know, telling me, hey, this is going on in room this, do you want to see? Or this is going on, like pulling me this and that. It was, I had a blast. I had so much of a blast. I didn't even have to come back the next day for a shift, but I came back. And it was 4th of July, I think. And I wanted to, you know, just hang out with family, you know, do a barbecue for 4th of July. But I was like, no, I want to go back to work. And I want to make the holiday money, okay? Um, so I went back because I enjoyed my time. And I was so like, yeah, this this is what I want to do. This, yes. So I ended up doing my externship for one year. And it's funny because even through my externship, I still was like, oh, I still want to go to psych. I still want to go float to psych, but I never got the chance to float there. I kind of landed in um, surgical trauma ICU and stuck it out there for one year. And um, after that one year, I basically started working as a nurse. I applied back to my floor as a nurse and it hired me. And that's basically how I got to ICU. And I, I always say to people, um, ICU came to me. I didn't come to ICU because I was kind of unsure about it. I didn't really think about it, but when I was exposed to it, I was like, oh yes, I can work here. And I enjoyed my time. I enjoyed my time in trauma ICU. I really have seen the sickest of the sickest people, especially in a level one hospital. I mean, it was, it was the tip of the top. Well, let me say this. Every specialty in nursing is a tip of the top. Okay. Um, if you're a nurse, you can really agree with what I'm saying. Nursing, anything you do is a tip of the top. Um, but for my own experience, what I was doing was the tip of the top for me um, at the time. And so I was working in trauma ICU. And after I got off of orientation, which I feel like I had a pretty smooth orientation because I was familiar with my unit. I already um, gathered some skills for my externship. So I was really just learning, 
you know, being a nurse, like, you know, how to really imply my nursing license and my scope of practice and everything. So I was grateful that my orientation period was a smooth training period. Um, and I started working and the more I started working, the more I realized there's more to this. So after I got from orientation, it was maybe like a month or two months, I actually applied for a PRN psych position at another facility. And I was like, mm, I, I want to see if I like psych. So the fastest way or the, the better way I can, you know, do that was to get a PRN, right? You know, just do one shift a week or something extra and, you know, really see if I like the specialty. So I applied to that, um, got the job uh, with only five months of experience, surprisingly. And I was working at that place, PRN Psych, and I loved it. And it was a smaller hospital, um, not as like a hospital hospital, like Grey's Anatomy type of hospital, more like a, I say facility. And it was nice. I liked it. Um, and I think the boat or the rocky ride in the story is when I started to not feel the same way I felt about ICU when I started. When I started ICU, I was googly eye for everything. But I think just a lot of personal things going on in my life, a lot of, I was having a lot of rough shifts. Like it was a lot of rough shifts and I can go into details what was going on, but I don't necessarily want to um, say anything negative. Not that there's negative things to say. I feel like I can only be realistic with some of the things that were happening. I mean, you know, short staffing, um, you know, high acuity patients and, um, you know, some ships you feel supported, some ships you don't feel supported. It was a whole bunch of factors, but I knew my breaking point was when I literally was dragging to go to work. I knew my breaking point was when one time I came home from work and I'm working night shift, um, by the way, and I came home from work in the morning and, um, coming to my parents' house, um, because I still live with them, but coming to my parents' house and, you know, they just asked me a simple question, like, you know, how was your day? How was your shift? And I busted out crying, literally just bawling, like tears, crying, exhausted and everything. And I didn't realize how much emotions, how much stress, how much just things I wasn't really talking about, like I was talking about, but was building up and I was so hesitant to say this because I'm, I'm not, I wasn't even a nurse for a year. I'm not a nurse for a year yet, but I felt burned out. I felt burned out. Like I thought feeling burned out was left for nurses that have been in a profession and maybe they need something new and you feel burned out because you've been in it for so long. But I was burned out. I was burned out, guys. And I want to say this advice that there's never a time period or a time limit to say you're burned out. If you're tired, you're tired. If you're stressed, you're stressed. I was burned out. I was burned out. You know, in, in the ICU, I was getting tripled a lot. And if you know anything about getting tripled, uh, it's when you have three patients in ICU. And the normal ratio for patients in ICU is um, one patient or two patients to one nurse. Um, and you may say to yourself, oh, you know, happiness, that's not a lot. Like, that's something you can't handle. What people don't realize is that, yes, we have fewer patients, but the work you're doing for those few patients is equivalent to six med surge patients or, you know, 12 psych patients or 
or anything like that, you're still doing a lot of work. You're doing a whole bunch of work, especially if you have an unstable patient and you can't even sit down to chart or do anything because you're trying to keep their vitals stable. It's a lot. So you have three ICU patients and one may be critical. One is doing this. The other one is doing that. You may have to transfer one and admit another one. And it's a trauma unit. So you don't know what you're getting. You don't know what kind of trauma is out there. You know, so it was a lot. I started not to feel the same way I felt about ICU. And I said, I need a change. I need a change. So apart from that PRN psych I was doing, I was kind of helping me balance things. I was still just tired. So I decided to revisit the psych unit in that hospital and basically tell them, hey, I want to work with you guys. Like I I want to, I want to transfer units. And yeah, that's basically, that's basically a story. I interviewed for the floor and I'm so grateful they hired me. And that was my transition from my ICU to a psych nurse. And I'm the thing I want to say about the story is that I felt like it was in the cards. And I say that because my plan B, my action plan, my escape plan was set before I started orientation or during orientation. I said, if I get off of orientation and I don't enjoy this as much, then my plan B will be to transfer to psych. That was literally what I wrote to myself during orientation. And luckily at my hospital, um, I went through a residency program and you were allowed to transfer within six months. And I said, if six months, if I don't feel the same way I feel about this, I will look into transferring. So I felt like I kind of set myself up or maybe I spoke into the universe or um, whatever the case was. I felt like it was coming. I felt like I knew I was going to leave ICU, even if it wasn't um, as soon as I did it, which was almost a year, um, maybe like a month or two short. But I felt like eventually I was going to come back to my passion, which was psych, um, something I revisited in nursing school when I took my psych class and something I revisited as a nurse. And basically that was my transition from IC to psych nursing. And my advice to you listeners is to always follow what your gut is saying to you. Um, I know a lot of you guys um, DM me and say like, I don't know what specialty I want to do. Everyone knows what they want to do. And that's okay. Nursing, the beauty of nursing is versatility. You can literally do anything. Don't feel like you're not staying in one place or you're doing a little bit of everything. That's what nursing is for. We are needed in every specialty, okay? Um, So I decided to move to a specialty where people very much need help. Mental health is very much overlooked, is very much an issue for a lot of people, whether you're functioning or not functioning in society correctly it eats us all alive. And I felt like this is where my passion resides. And I'll forever, forever be grateful of every skill, everything I learned in the ICU forever. I'm so grateful of that experience and nothing can take that away from me. And I have to acknowledge that I'll forever miss that. I will miss it. But I'm also aware, I'm also knowing that I do also want to do this and and that's okay. That's just okay. You do that. You do what's best for you. One thing I learned about nursing is to do what's best for you because you have your back. You will come across people along the way who will help you and advise you and that's good. 
But at the same time, it's also good to have your back and do what's best for you. So I hope that some something you can take away from this story and my transition and basically the whole um, manifestation of me being where I am today. And just happy to share this with you guys. Did you enjoy what you just listened to? For more nursing related content, follow me on my Instagram page at Nurse Happiness. Send us suggestions, send in topics you would like to hear. Do you even want to be on the podcast yourself? Let us know. Let's build this nursing community together.